0: Today, we're very lucky to have Sandeep speaking to us. Yeah. So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask him a few questions so that you can get to know him a little bit more. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Sandeep, what yes. is your name?
1: Sandeep, John you- Raj Manekthala. I've got two middle names, John and Raj. So yeah, you didn't think that would be too long, would you?
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> Sandeep John.
1: Sandeep John Raj.
0: John. Oh, John Raj. John Raj, yeah. Okay, sorry. Sandeep John Ruff, that's what you can call him from now on, Sandeep John Ruff. Well, you
1: Rush. don't have to. You can do.
0: And how would you say your surname?
1: Manaktala.
0: Manaktala.
1: Yes, sister-in-law's here. Hello. You have
0: another Manaktala in y- yeah. you. Yeah. Welcome. Okay. Where's the
1: other one? Oh, traitor. Do,
0: the other one. <laughs> okay, okay. Sandeep. Yes. Who is your favourite superhero and why?
1: Okay, uh, yeah.
0: A- apart from Wolverine, who you're married to. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'll talk about that later. Um, I would say, you know what? Recently it's changed. Recently it's changed.
0: Intriguing. You
1: know it. Black Panther is now my favourite superhero because he's just so cool. I just really, really want to be like Black Panther. I just don't have that swagger, I don't think. Uh, I'll get there. Yeah, keep trying, keep Thank trying. Thank you. Keep trying. Yeah. Cool. I'm right. from Surrey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the way... Not from <laughs> whatever. I love called. the way you even said that. I'm from Surrey. I'm from Surrey. <laughs> Cool. um okay sandy when you were younger so like like not this young people's age but when you were a kid kid yeah like i reckon about five yeah what did you want to be when you were older
1: i wanted to be a footballer oh, did uh, always you? <laughs> yeah i really wanted to be a footballer and then i started to play football and that dream soon died real quick
0: did you ever make it into the school team? No. <laughs> oh. I'm no, really- you
1: know, uh, see, so in my school, we had, like, there it was, it was lots of teams. So there's, like, A, B, C. I got the C team. Come on. Left back in the C team. I got a good touch. I can pass. But that's about it.
0: Are you actually left-footed?
1: No, I'm not so even. So you
0: clearly were put there for another reason. Exactly. I'm left really back sorry, in mate. the bench, mate. I'm really sorry, mate. I said that publicly. <laughs> Thank you, Katie, G-C for that. Left back. It's really good sorry. to see the team
1: building each other up. That's great.
0: Maybe we should have prepared that question before. <laughs> Maybe. We'll pray for you later. Amen. Cool. OK. And the last question. Yes. Are you a morning or a night person?
1: I am definitely not a morning person. I am a night person. Yeah. I, the mornings are just terrible for me. I need at least a coffee. I need a shower. I need to put my hair gel on. I need it all. And it seems to get worse when you're at New Day. I don't know about you, but you become either morning or night person, even more so when you're at New Day. So yeah.
0: Bless you. Great. Okay. You ready to go? Yes. Okay. Hello,
1: everyone. I'm just going to set my stopwatch because I could just talk for ages. So let's give it a go. Um, So thank you for coming to the Disciple Stream, it's good to see you. Who was here yesterday? Put your hands up. Who was not here yesterday? Oh, wow, that's a lot of you weren't here yesterday. So uh, this seminar stream is to, for those who love Jesus and know Jesus, but actually want to know Jesus more, a bit deeper. Um, and so every day we are going to be teaching you guys on the characteristics of being a disciple, what that means, what that looks like to be a disciple, to be a follower of Jesus. Um, yesterday, Martin, hello Martin, give us a wave, hello, he talked about faith and actually why faith is a gift from God and also how we can grow in faith, how we can grow in faith. So that's a massive characteristic of being a disciple, having faith and asking God for faith. Today I'm going to be talking about love, Ooh, love is all you need and other songs. Who here knows a song about love? Shout one out for me. You, just tell me a song about love. How deep is your love? I like that. Okay. Love by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, you. Where is love in you? Shape of you. Yeah, see, it doesn't even have to have love in the title. Ends about love. It's a massive topic, isn't it? Love. It's everywhere. It's in songs. It's in movies. It's in books. But really, what is love? What is Love. So that whole last section was just a link to a funny story. That's all it was. Just a link to a funny story. Because that's how you need to talk to people when you're 12 14. You need to give them the funny stories. So I've got one, about, I've got one for you about love. I've got one for you. So when, <laughs> when Stephen gave me the topic of love, like this question, what is love, popped into my head. And actually, it's quite an ambassador story, but I thought I'd tell you so you get to know each other better. Um, and it's, it reminds me of my proposal. When I proposed my lovely wife, Rianne, um, so yeah, I proposed to Rihanna. We start, We were going out for about a year. We knew each other for a couple of years before, and then I, you know, decided to you know I really love this girl. I want to marry her. Um, and so I went to uh, speak to her dad. Very traditional boy I am. Uh, spoke to her dad, and he gave me the big thumbs up. Go on, mate. I was like, okay, we'll do. Um, and then it's that moment where you have to, okay, once you've got that acceptance, you're going to be like, okay, I actually need to do that proposal. It's not just the guaranteed, not like back in the old days. You know what I mean? You actually got to ask now. It's, it's crazy. No, that was sorry. I don't know. I just delete that from the audio. Uh, so, yeah, but that's a big moment. That moment when you actually ask someone to marry you. It's quite a big moment. So. You know, I thought, okay, what does Rianne like? She likes, you know, musicals. Okay, so I'll take her to see a musical. I'll take her to see Matilda. Okay, that's a good musical. Um, so we went to see Matilda, and then we were going to have dinner afterwards. But then I thought, okay, there's that middle bit where I have to ask this question to her. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm good with words. I can, I can just blag it on the on the day. It'll be fine. I'll say something from my heart. It'll be great. It's going to. She's going to cry. I'm probably going to cry. It's going to be excellent. So. Uh, we've seen Matilda, and then we're walking around Central London. It's where we had our first date, Trafalgar Square. And so we're walking around Trafalgar Square, and there's like Nelson's—you know—the big monument. And I'm walking around it like, you know, the the like Jericho, the walls of Jericho, thinking, "Man, I need to speak. I need to say something right now." And I just didn't. I just ended up saying, "Oh, What what is love? What what is love? Love is love is this." Love is that. And in my head, I literally was like, boy, you need to stop talking. Oh, no, it's too late. You need to carry on this love analogy. What is love? Love is beauty. Love is you. Oh, my gosh. Boy, what are you doing? But anyway, she said yes. So <laughs> there you go. What? So that, that's why I said, what is love? Um, but, yeah, I know that in RE and, and RS and Religious Studies, you, you get, you know, you... Get taught about that, you know, different types of love. Obviously, there's like physical love, there's like love of friendships, there's self sacrificing love, there's all of that. But, you know, we, a characteristic, a trait of being a disciple is to love, to love. But why do we need to love? And who do we need to love? Well, why? Because Jesus commanded it. So let's turn our Bibles to Matthew 22 36 to 39. I just thought of a great idea. I just thought of a great idea. You know what I'm going to do, Eva? Right, everyone put your Bibles in the air. Put your Bibles in the air. We play this in Derby. I never played it before, but it's a great game. Right, the first person to find Matthew 22 wins a prize. Okay, on the count of three. Three, two, one, go. Come on, who's found it? Okay, great. Okay, fantastic, fantastic, great, brilliant. Okay, unfortunately, none of you found it as quick as me because I had it stuck in my notes, so I'm really sorry. No, I'm joking. We'll give them a fight. We'll give them a fight, Katie. Just chuck some sweets out. I'm not that harsh. I'm not horrible. Okay, so let's look at Matthew twenty-two, thirty-six to 39. I'm going to read it out. Um, someone's asking Jesus, teacher... Which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, I'm going to read that quickly again. Jesus Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God. With all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it Love your neighbour as yourself. So we know why Jesus asked why we need to love. It's what Jesus asked us to. It's a commandment, it's an order. If we are to be disciples of God, the disciples of Jesus, we want to follow our leader, and Jesus is our leader. So let's love. Yeah? But who do we love? Okay, we're to love God and we're to love people. That's what I want to get across to you today. We're to love God and we're to love people. So let's break that down a bit. Love God. So Jesus asked us, sorry, love God with your heart, with your soul, and with your mind. Okay, what does that mean? So with your heart and your soul, it's to love God with your emotions. It's to love God with your desires. It's to love God with your wants. Now see, I love my wife. I know that I want to spend time with her. You, you watching telly? Okay, I'll, I'll watch telly with you. Okay, and I I know that I desire to praise her. You know, oh, you you know what? You cooked some great curry last night, Rian. You did really well at that curry last night. You know, I'm praising her, and that's you know, I'm not saying I want you to associate Jesus with your boyfriend or your partner or something like that. But as disciples, we want to love God. We need to want. We need to desire. We need to. You know, cry out, you know what, Lord, you are so great. We want to praise him. We want to thank him. We want to spend time with him. But actually, you know, that, that's not often the case. Sometimes, you know, we need to want desire. Sometimes it doesn't come naturally to us. It doesn't. But actually, to want God, to find that out, is to know him. To know him. So what I want you guys to do is to get to know God. Uh, actually, who believes in love at first sight? Who believes in love at first sight? That Really, that's great. That's so nice. I really like that. Unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't happen. I don't, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it didn't, doesn't exist because it might do. But it, it didn't for me. It didn't for me. Unfortunately, it didn't for me because I got to know my wife. I spent time with her. You know, when I first started Fancy, I was like, you know, I want to spend time to, I want to get to know her, that sort of thing. And actually, on the process of getting to know someone, on that process of learning new things about them, you know, you, you love them more. You do. It's like then, I didn't know she could do that with the balloons. That's something new that I've learned about you. And weirdly, I love you more about that. That's strange, isn't it? What is up with that? The other day, I, I didn't know she could do this. Sorry, I'm going a bit. I didn't know she could do the soldier boy dance. And she did the soldier boy dance without us talking about it. And I was like, you know what? That's, I quite love that about you. No. Uh, <laughs> and it's the same with God. It's the same with God. Once you get to know someone or something, that love grows. You care about that person more. You find out new things about them. So spend time with God more. Chase after God more. Learn new things about him. Live life of him. And it'll be easier to love God more naturally. Once you're caught up in God, once you're caught up in knowing all about him, the natural flow of loving him will occur. I promise you, it will occur. So that's loving God with your heart and your soul. But actually, what about the difficult times? What about when there's tough times, when there's tough, you've had tough weeks, even tougher weekends? What about times when there's distractions in your life? You know, I get distracted all the time. You know, I'm trying to read my Bible, trying to get to know God. Something Similar to you, Martin. I'm distracted. What's going on? Football news? What's going on? No, I don't need that. That's why God asks us to love him with our minds. That's why, you know, the phrase, put your mind to something. That's why God asks us. Be disciplined. Be obedient. Use your mind to concentrate. Yes, our love is showing with our heart and soul. But that sometimes... Things are tough. We get distracted. That's why we need discipline with our mind. Put your mind to it. And that's what I want you guys to do 12 to 14. If you learn that now, you will reap the benefits so much more in the future. It is amazing. It is amazing. Okay, so that's that's loving God. Loving God is to obey him. So let's use our hearts and soul and minds to love him. Okay, so that's loving God. Now let's learn how to love people. People are hard, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? There's all sorts of people in life, and God's asking us to, to love them. So we're going to turn to the book of 1 John 4. So 1 John, turn your books to 1 John. 1 John 4, verses 20 to 21. Okay, you guys found it? Verses 20 to 21. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. Whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. That is a massive statement because it shows the importance that God places on loving others. What John's writing is, is, he's basically saying, you cannot love God if you don't love others. That's really countercultural, really. That's massive. And that shows that link between loving God and loving people. If you want to love God, if you desire to love God, then love people. Love them. Um, this is why God allows there to be other people around us. That's why God doesn't just make us, just us and him in this earth. That's why he loves it when we goes out and be parts of the community. It's the reason why God places us in schools, in works, in churches, and surround, you know, surrounds people around you, so that you can show how to love others. Um, how do you do that? How do you love people? Well, I think we can start with looking at the fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit, uh, love, joy, peace, kindness. Oh, I'm not going to remember it all. Faithfulness, self-control. Start with them. Give joy to others. Be peaceful. Show kindness. Show gentleness. Show faithfulness. And I think this is a good basis. I think this is a good basis on how to love others. And if you start with that, this will lead people to notice you. So lead people to say, excuse me, why are you why are you different? Why are you noticing that the guy who's you know being bullied why are you not swearing why are you saying you know what i'm going to include you brother that sort of thing you know, being kind to people not excluding people helping others is different is countercultural um, when we think about loving people you know we automatically think those who are who are non non-christians when you say love people we automatically think that that's non-christians but actually it's loving others in your youth group it's loving your parents it's loving your siblings God wants us to love one another you know when and wherever we go in whichever environment that we're in so I've got a few tips for you for loving people one is look for opportunities look out for opportunities because sometimes opportunities just don't come naturally you need to notice people you need to notice others and actually say, you know what, I'm going to be kind to you. You know what, I'm going I'm to be faithful to you. You know what, I'm going to be a friend to you. Um, start at home. Start at home. I'm not asking you to go straight away, go to you know the, the far east end of, of Africa or whatever like that. Start at home. And that's a, a fantastic training base of how you love people. If you start with your siblings, if you start with your parents, they're sort of easier ways to, to grow in that gifting of loving others. So how can you love others? I would suggest use your strengths. Use your strengths. And what we're going to talk about later in our discussion groups is what are you good at in terms of loving others? Are you an encourager? Are you an encourager? Are you one who, you know what, I, I know that I, when, I, when I speak to someone, I really make them feel good afterwards you know, f- through my words? Are you just a great listener? Oh, you know what? When people come, they hear my, I, I listen to their problems and I can help them through that. Are you someone who's really just patient? Are you one who can just, you know, you know, in the classroom when some things are going mad, you know what, guys, let's just calm down. Let's just be patient. Use your strengths and, and focus on those strengths. I think especially at this age, you're learning who you are. You're learning a lot about yourself. I think if you now know what you're, you're good at in terms of blessing other people, then it will, again, put you in great stead for the future. Now is your time to learn more about yourself. Now is that time. Try it out this week. Try it out this week. Again, this is such a safe space for you to try. You know what, mate? I'm going to buy some sweets. You're not having a good time. You're, you're feeling quite stressed. I'm going to buy some sweets. That sort, of, that sort of thing. Talk to youth leaders about how we can love others this week. Um, but actually, Jesus talks about loving others like yourself. How, how do we view ourselves? How do we view ourselves? And, and that's an interesting point because, you know, in reality, it's hard to love people at all times. It is hard. You know, there are annoying people out there. There are people who get on your nerves. There, there are times when, when you, you know that you're, you've not been your best self. You know that you've sinned. You know you've done wrong. And and actually that shows that, you know, oh, okay, you might question, you know, am I am I loving God enough? Am I am I there? But actually sometimes we stumble, sometimes we fail. But one John it talks about the biggest expression of love that there has ever been. God shows us the biggest expression of his love is when he sent his one and only Son down to earth so that he can Take our sins and so that we might live. And the good news news is, the good news is that when that happened, God, you know, when we do feel bad, when we do sin, God allows us to start again. God allows us to start again. Lord, I've messed up. I've messed up. I've messed up. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. And God says to us, you know what? I sent my son to die for you. I love you. Confess your sins and start again. So we can love others because we know, as disciples, we know that God loves us first. Do you see that link? Do you get it? We love because he first loved us. It's amazing. Um, Earlier in 1 John 4, it says, No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another... God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. God loves it when we love people. It shows that God lives in us and that we are from God. That's massive. That's a massive statement. So we need to be assured that God loves us. Because once we're assured that God loves us, actually we can love God. And as we love God, God asks us, you know what? Love people. Okay, so we're we're loving people. And then when we love people, God is actually saying, okay, you're loving people. Actually, I live in you so that you can be a blessing to others. And that love is complete. It's a circle. It's a cycle. And it all starts because God loved us first. I'm going to say that again because it's so important. Remember, God loves us. We've done nothing. We've done nothing to earn his love. It's purely because he loves us. He sent his son to die for us. So God loves us. You know what, God? I love you back. Okay, I'm asking you, because you love me back, I want you to love others. Okay, that's hard. Okay, remember that I love you. And remember that because you're loving others, I live in you. And so then you guys, because God loves you and he lives in you, when you love, other, when you love others, you can be rest assured that God's not going to let you down. That God's got your back. Because he loves us first. So go in confidence. Go in boldness. Go with faith. Knowing that God loves us. He can't do us bad. He can't do us wrong. Be a blessing in your schools. Be a blessing in your communities. Because you know what? You might be the only person who's going to show love to others in your own context. In your own environment. And that's massive. That's a massive challenge to us. But please be rest assured... That God loves you. Okay, so I'm going to summarize. Remember, God asks us to love him. Then God says, you know what? Love people and be rest assured he loves you first. So love God, love people, because he loves us first. I'm just going to pray, and then we're going to come up with some discussion points. Okay? Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you love us. I thank you, Lord, that we can be rest assured that you won't let us down. Thank you, Lord, that you are the author of love and that you've given us the biggest expression of your love. And that's sending your son to die us on the cross. And, Lord, through that, we can love you. And that's amazing. Thank you, Lord. Give us strength with our minds to love you all the time. And bless us as we love people like you ask us to. Give us opportunities. Help us to learn our strengths, Lord Jesus. Father God come holy spirit now and bless these young people In jesus name amen amen thank you